Good morning, welcome to uh, our service here on Zoom again. Um, it's good to see everybody here online. Um, it is, uh, as, as Pastor James just said, uh, it is supposed to be our Thanksgiving Sunday. And you know, you know the routine, if we were at church, we do a service and then right after it'll be a potluck lunch and um, you know, a lot of food and, and some fellowship. And unfortunately this year, we, we won't be able to do that. Uh, for better, for worse. But nevertheless, I, I think it's important, even this week, as you go back home and you spend time uh, with your family, hopefully you do it safely. Uh, but also, I hope that we remember um, to give thanks. And um, what I'm going to do today is, is just to give you a reminder. This is not anything new. If you've been really carefully listening to sermons in the past years, um, you know, it's just some reminders about what it means to be thankful as a Christian, uh, as a person of faith. Uh, in fact, I think it, it's so important that I think um, not just this Sunday today, but next Sunday as well, I'll probably do a, a follow-up sermon on Thanksgiving as well to kind of, you know, block off that week here and talk about Thanksgiving because it's really important. Uh, I, I think more than ever, uh, learning and understanding what it means to be thankful, how to be thankful, during this time, it's, it's probably the most needed thing that, that many of us uh, could ever have. And so it's important because uh, I don't know about you, I just don't, I don't really feel thankful, you know. Uh, I, I don't feel gratitude uh, as much as I should. And, you know, and there are different reasons. There's personal reasons, but there's also circumstantial reasons. Uh, many of you already know. Uh, what's going on in the world and um, with the pandemic and with all these uh, politics and racism and, you know, and just even personally, even in our church, people getting sick, uh, people experiencing grief and loss. Uh, 2020, as, as Jason prayed for, has just been really a crazy year. And so maybe you, you just don't really feel thankful, um, you know, for, for whatever reason. And it's uh, it's hard to be thankful and it's Thanksgiving week and you know we're supposed to be reminded to be thankful and so it's it's not easy but I, I want to say this it, it's important okay it, it's not just being thankful it's not just once a year thing it, it's it's not just a, a, a an etiquette or a an acknowledgement or, or some form of politeness it, it's really important it's more important than you think because you know, even before the pandemic, we, we were always busy. We, we live in a rushed world and, um, you know, we're always on the move and, and having something to do that even when things were normal, um, we weren't always thankful either, right? Uh, we didn't have time to be thankful. We were always busy working and, and earning and, and maintaining and wanting and, and living for something that we want or something that we're doing or, you know, whatever the case is. And we, we just, we just, even then we didn't have time to be thankful. And, and so I think it's important because when you think of thankfulness, what do you think about? When you think of being thankful, what do you feel? What, what do you, what is it, what does it come to your mind? And, and I, I think more often than not these days, uh, being thankful for many of us, it kind of just revolves around a form of, of, a, of a politeness, you know, uh, of a thank you note. You know, it's something of a proper etiquette, even out of respect. You should say thank you when you get something nice or get something good. And so the question today is, is really this. Are, are we thankful today? I mean, really, really thankful, right? Or are we just you know, saying things as, as common courtesy, as, as a form of etiquette, 
Um, what's the case? What does that look like? And then, and forget about being thankful, you know, when you're not getting what you want, right? When, when things in life do get really tough, uh, when you're going through something very difficult or, or, or very painful, I mean, how many times have we said to ourselves or have you heard, oh, you know, I am thankful, but, you know, marriage is hard. Uh, I, I am thankful, but, you know, my children and, and parenting is, is difficult right now. Uh, you know, I, I am thankful, but, but work is, is, is really kicking my butt, you know. Uh, I'm thankful, but church is, you know, not as good as I want it to be. And, and so we, we, we say I'm thankful, but we attach these buts to it. And, and, and what we really got to question is, why are we really being thankful? Uh, in these kind of situations. And here's what I want you to know from just this one verse, all right? Just one simple verse from the Apostle Paul, and that is this. I want you to know this. This is what you're told straight up. This is what God wants. <clears throat> he doesn't just want you to say thank you, right? But it says there in verse 18, he wants you to give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus, this is it's a very simple sermon, but just to kind of get into your head, God wants you to not just say thank you, but to be a thankful person. Not, not just say it, not just acknowledge something someone did for you, but to be a thankful person. That's what Paul says. This is the will of a holy God for you. This is a command. Give thanks. Give thanks. Not just on Thanksgiving, not just, you know, once a year or, or once a week, but every single day of your life. Verse 18, this is the will of God for you. Give thanks in all circumstances. That's what he wants today. You know, that's what he wants tomorrow. That's, that's what he wants the next day. It, it, this is an imperative. You know, you're asking about God's will in your life and you're looking for specific answers. Well, here, you've got a will, the will of God right here. It's a, what do you want from me today, God? What do you want? And he says there in verse 18, I want you to be thankful in every circumstance, good or bad, all the time, right? And, and that sounds kind of extreme to us, maybe overboard, maybe impossible, but we're going to look at this and see how it is possible, uh, what we need to really wrestle with. So there's three things. I want, I want to give you three, three reasons uh, why I think God wants you to be a thankful person. Three reasons, okay? Three Ps you can think about to, to kind of re remember this. There's presence, there's, there's perspective, and, and there's people, okay? Three reasons why God wants you to be a thankful person all the time, because of presence, because of perspective, and because of people. And then the last thing, I'm just going to a little bit starting today would be, how do I do that? How do I get there? What do I, what do, I do, okay? And so let's look at this very carefully. First, why does God want me to be a thankful person? Well, the first reason is presence, meaning God's presence. Think about this. When you are really thankful, when you're being thankful, it means you've got someone in your life to give thanks to, right? Thankfulness doesn't just happen in a vacuum. Thankfulness requires an object, uh, a direct object. So thankfulness requires someone to receive your thankfulness, your gratitude. So as soon as you are thankful to God, you're in his presence. You're acknowledging God in your life. You're, you're bringing him into your, into your situation right now. You understand? When you are thankful, you are instantly reminded that you're not alone in this situation. 
You've got someone to thank. Someone is there listening to you and in your life. You're not alone in that, that circumstance or that relationship or whatever. You're not left to fight your own battles on your own. When you're thankful to God in this way, you remember that you're living your life in God's presence. Thankfulness reminds you that you have a relationship with the living God, and he's the object of your thanksgiving, and he's there, right? So when you're thankful for someone or something or some situation, some circumstance, you necessarily, when you're thankful to God, you're necessarily including God in your life because he's the object of that thanksgiving. You know, I honestly, I, I think I struggle, and I think many of us, we struggle in our faith, especially when, when bad circumstances happens, happen to us, uh, bad situations come to us. Uh, we, we, when those things happen, we, we doubt, right? We, we wonder, is, is God really there? Because if he is, what, what is he doing, right? I mean, what's, what's going on? What's his plan? Does, does he really care? Uh, does, he, does he really love me, Right? And, but but to be very honest, <clears throat> when bad things happen, those are the only times that I actually really come to God, right? We only really oftentimes go to God when hard things really happen to us, when we feel like we just can't do anything else, right? We only come to God when we think we, we just, now we really need something. In fact, the only time some of us get serious about including God in our life is when we actually think we really need him. And when we struggle in those moments and when it turns out not the way that we want or have expected or, um, you know, not the way we, we hope for, we immediately doubt. We're quick to doubt. And I think that the, 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 maybe the reason that we struggle in our relationship with God, especially in difficult circumstances, is because we just don't go to God often enough in our good circumstances, in, in our relationship when things were good. Because when things are good, we, 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 oftentimes we don't, we don't feel like we need God, right? Uh, things are great. We don't pray. We, we, don't, we don't acknowledge him. We don't remember him. We don't include him in our life, right? We don't grow this relationship with him, acknowledging that we're always in the presence of God. And then when the bad things happen, now we go to God and, and this is kind of new to us and our faith hasn't grown from it and we struggle. That's why we struggle. And so... There's good reason to, to come to God in trouble, but there's also good reason to count our blessings and to thank him when things are going pretty well, because it brings us into the habit of bringing God's presence in our life, right? That he's not only the reason for good things, but simply to know that when you do this, he's still there in your life. And that carries over even into our bad situations, okay? And that's the reason why I think God wants us to be thankful. But here's the second reason. The second reason I think God wants us to be thankful is because when you are thankful, not only do you get a presence, but you get perspective. You, you start to see things in your life differently, all right? When you're thankful, genuinely thankful to God in this way, you become a person who's no longer problem-centered, but you become a person who's God-centered. And, and let's be honest, <clears throat> and I'm very much like this. Some of us, including myself, we are always oftentimes so focused on the problem or the problems that we have right in front of our face that, that we just can't look past it. We, we, we have a hard time seeing what could lie in the future. And we can't look behind our problems to think about the past and 
how many times God has brought us through. Uh, we, we don't even look to the side to see what could have been or what could be and, and uh, what actually is. And we're just overwhelmed by just what's in front of us. You know, we can't see how anything fits into the, the big picture of God's plan and promises. And, and, and so, so oftentimes I and, and we, we, we just become overwhelmed. But when you practice thankfulness, it helps you to realize that you aren't defined by your problems, that you aren't defined by your sins. You aren't even defined by your failures or all your circumstances, right? When you're thankful, you're reminded of God's presence in your life. And then what you do is you start taking his perspective. You start thinking about his interpretation of the reality and not just your own reality. And that shapes the way you take the next step, as small as it is, in dealing with your problems. That what you think the situation is may not really be. What does God think? I'm thankful to him. He's there in my life. He's in control. There must be something going on. What could that be? Right? And so your perspective can change when you're thankful. You not only get God's presence, but you get God's perspective. Now, here's a third reason. When you're thankful, here's the thing, people relationships. When you're really thankful, your relationships, I think, get better. Why? Because they, beca they become shaped by faith. Think about it. Try being really thankful and at the same time really hateful or really critical or just indifferent to someone at the same time. Try being thankful and then critical or hateful at the same time. It's hard to do if you're really thankful. It really is. Because when you become a thankful person or when you become thankful, you become more dependent on God, right? Because of his presence and his perspective, but you also become less demanding of others. Oftentimes we can be so demanding and so judgmental with others. We can be fearful and, and easily hurt because uh, let's be honest, because we're controlled by relationships with people rather than relationship with God. And then being thankful, being more thankful to God can give you greater strength to work through hard things, but also a greater desire and a greater ability to love and serve others with no strings attached, right? Your relationships, your perspective uh, on people can become different. And so, you know, there are probably more reasons, but I'm just giving you three there. That's why I think God wants us to be thankful. And let's be honest, if none of these things have happened when you give thanks, if none of these things are happening when you are thankful, then you've really got to ask, are you really thankful? Or are you just being polite? Are you just acknowledging, you know, something that someone did for you and you've moved on? Because here, Paul is clear. It's not a choice. All right. It's not this, well, you know, here's Christian A, but Christian B is the better one because he's always thinking, no, no, it, it's, it's, it's not an option. This is the will of a holy God for your saved life. Real thanksgiving is not simply just whatever happens to you in the moment, okay? You're not always a victim of your circumstance, uh, of what's going around you at the moment, Um of what you're getting or what you're not getting, or even how your life is going up or, or down. Paul wants you to know this. Thanksgiving is not what you do. It's not about saying Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving and being thankful is who you are. It's who you are. And God's will for you is to be a thankful person. And that's why you give thanks. 
You give thanks because you are made to be a thankful person. That's how God made you and intended you to be. And you often think, well, that person's a thankful person because he always gives thanks. No, you are made to be a thankful person. And that's why he's telling you, so give thanks in all circumstances. It's who you are. It's who you've been made to be. Okay. Now, uh, let's just start going to the last point here. How, how, do I, how do I do that? All right. How do I, how do I give thanks like this? Um, because I had a really bad day today with work got into a terrible fight with, with my spouse. I, I yelled at my kids for, you know, just being kids. Uh, I don't feel Thanksgiving, right? I don't feel like giving thanks today, uh, especially what's going on out there in the world. I don't feel like giving thanks for these things, right? When a lot of these things aren't really that great and they're not, you know, I don't, they're not that good. And here's the thing, and, 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 you know, this is why looking at the Bible is, is, is important. Look at the words here. Look at the prepositions here. And I've said this and I've pointed this out before, but we oftentimes forget. Paul's command is not this. It's not, he's not saying give thanks for everything, right? The preposition for is not there. Um, it's give thanks in everything in every circumstance paul is not telling you he's not saying you know if you came to me and i said you know you came to me and you said you know pf today you know i broke my leg and i responded wow thank god right i'm thankful for your broken leg no that's not what paul is saying you know paul is a realist he knows right uh, that life doesn't always go your way he knows firsthand he knows firsthand how inconvenient how frustrating things can happen. Paul knows. He, he's probably even writing this as he's going through something. Paul knows you could die, right? Because he dies in prison later, Paul does, right? He knows the situation circumstance can be really bad. And yet he's commanding us to be thankful. So how does he do this? And so let me put this together for you. God wants you to be a thankful person. That's his command, right? He wants you to be thankful every day, every moment, every second, no matter what happens, right? In every circumstance. That's what it is. Why? Because it brings you into the presence of God, because it changes and gives you perspective on your problems. And last, because it gives you a perspective on people and maybe change your relationships. How do I do that? Notice this verse here, the preposition in every circumstance, that preposition in is repeated again in the same verse. And this time it's the will of the Holy God in Christ. So two times in this one verse, we got that preposition in, in every circumstance, in Christ, in every circumstance, and in Christ, you give thanks. You be a thankful person all the time, right? So this is, this is I think, this is the thing. In every circumstance, right, that's the world. That's the world. That's what happens in this world to me, to my family, to those I love, good or bad. That's circumstances, okay? That's every circumstance, everything in between. That's where we are, okay? But at the same time, in this verse, he says, in Christ, that's Jesus, okay? That means that where he is, uh, heaven, his kingdom, his blessings, if you're in Christ, if you're in Jesus, it means this, that by faith, you are united to him and you're trusting in him too, as well, so that everything he has belongs to you. It means you're there too. It's about location, 
in, in circumstances and in Christ. Both are happening at the same time. And because of this situation, you're called to give thanks. And what I think Paul is trying to tell us here is this, that Christian thanksgiving doesn't just come from your circumstances, from things that just happened to you, whether good or bad. I mean, if that were the case, then of course you would be justified in giving thanks sometimes, but not giving thanks in other times. So according to Paul, then where does it come from? It comes from in Christ, right? I mean, this is a Christian sermon, right, after all, and we're talking about Christians giving thanks, right? I mean, everyone can give thanks, but, but how does Paul say Christians ought to do it? They do it in every circumstance, and they do it in Christ. Paul says, give thanks in everything. Why? Because your thanksgiving comes from a source other than just what happens to you in the moment. What's going around in the moment. Paul's describing not just what a, what a, what a person should do, right? It's not just about obedience to, to something. Paul's describing a person's location, who you are living in this world as a Christian and how you're supposed to be. And what Paul is saying this, on the one hand, you and I, we live, our location is in this world. Things happen all around us every day, circumstances all the days, right? Some of those things are good, some not so good, some even really bad. How do you respond to each situation? Chuck Swindoll, uh, you know, a famous pastor said this, quote, life is 10% what happens to you 90% how you react to it. How do you react to those many different circumstances every day? Because on the other hand, your location is not just in this world, but it's also in Christ. It's not just in circumstances, it's also in Christ, not just on Sunday, but every day with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. You belong to Christ, you belong to his world, right? You are with him by faith. And the question you got to ask is this, how do you respond to that? How do you react to that? He's describing a person with one foot in this world, these circumstances, this, this life, and one foot in the next, right? The kingdom of God or Jesus Christ. And it means this, that on the one hand, you know, I do live in this world, that things do happen and that affects me, uh, influences me, and they're important. And I need to take that seriously, right? But at the same time, because I'm in Christ, there is nothing that ever happens in this world that should or can ultimately define me, overwhelm me, whether good or bad, because at the same time, I'm also in Christ. And at that same time, I'm in Christ. It means this. I have the blessings of a God who has loved me and gave his son for me. I have the blessings of his kingdom. I belong to his world as well. I belong into the world to come. I'm, I'm part of heaven. And that's eternal. And this is a faith issue, isn't it? Bad things do happen and, and, and it hurts and, and it's painful and it's frustrating. You know, when bad things happen, you know, I want to curse. I want to hold my pity party and I want to invite everyone to come. But in the bad circumstances, at the same time, what I need to remember, my struggle of faith is this. I'm still in Jesus Christ. Yes, there's pain. Yes, there's frustration. There's headaches. They're real. But those things, they're never the final story. Jesus is. They're hard to see. Uh, they're hard, the situations that we have. 
But we have to remember they're also temporary. But God's blessings are eternal. And they're right now with us. Right? And so Paul is saying, therefore, give thanks in every circumstance. You know, the pain, the struggle, the frustration, I feel them. They're real. But I'm also in Christ. And so is his pain and his struggle and his sacrifice for every bad thing that happened to him. But also, he struggled for every bad thing that happens to me because he has purpose for our good. You know, we haven't done this in a while because we haven't really met in person, but you remember the Lord's Supper, the Lord's Table, right? We used to do that once a month. Remember what Jesus says in, in Matthew chapter 26, as he's about to have his last supper with his disciples, he took the cup and he had um, broken the bread. And you know what Matthew says Jesus did? He took the cup and when he had given thanks, he said to them, drink of it, all of you. See, you, got, you have a Jesus Christ who knew he was going to be betrayed, who knew the circumstances wasn't great, who knew that not long after he's going to go to a cross, he's going to die like a thief. He knew his circumstances were hard. He knew it was going to be harder. And yet at this time, it says he gave thanks. He gave thanks as he went to the cross. He not only did what it took to end all pain and suffering and even death, but he went through it himself ahead of time, ahead of me. He knows, therefore, and that means this, he knows what I'm going through. He knows in Christ, in this circumstance, he knows there can be comfort and he can comfort me. In every circumstance, I'm still in Christ. He died so that I could be a thankful person in every situation as I think about what he's done for me. Christian thanksgiving is a profound way of realigning your life, your relationship with God, okay? So that you and I, we could say like those verses in Habakkuk chapter 3, verse 17 to 19, this is what he says, that though the fig tree should not blossom, nor fruit be on the vines, the produce of the olive fail, and the fields yield no food, the flock be cut off from the fold, and there's no herd in the stalls, yet Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will take joy in the God of my salvation. God the Lord is my strength. And he makes my feet like the deer's. He makes me tread on high places. That's what Christian Thanksgiving does. All right? It's his will for you. Brings you into the presence of God. Gives you perspective on your life. And also helps bring people uh, in better relationships. So let me just end with this and we'll continue again next week, but therefore let me just end. We need to learn to be a thankful person. This doesn't happen naturally, okay? We need to learn to actively to give thanks as we consider this. We need to learn to be thankful, not just by counting blessings that you hold in your hands, but we need to learn to be thankful by counting the blessings that you hold by faith in Jesus Christ. So that in any circumstance, we are learning that we can be thankful all the time. Okay, let's pray.